Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the WeRC Recruiting Show. My name is Josh Ann and I'm here with Scott Schrader today. Here to talk all things USC recruiting. December is here. That means the early signing period is coming up too. And USC fans have a lot to look forward to with the hire of Lincoln Riley as the head coach. Scott, how are you today? Man, I'm doing good. It's been kind of a, a crazy, what are we on? This is Sunday to the third of, gosh, it seems like it's been like one, one and a half days, right, Josh? But it's been yeah. four days. And uh, things have been crazy, but man, we're going to have a lot to talk about here in, in the upcoming weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about we get started with uh, some of the movement that we've already seen, right? So with Lincoln Riley coming over to USC, a lot of the Oklahoma commits and Oklahoma targets have, there's been a lot of movement there. And one thing we've already seen is 2023 QB Malachi Nelson. He flipped to USC. Uh, Rayleigh Brown, the five-star running back from modern day, he decommitted. He's actually set to commit in an hour or so. Uh, he'll probably yep. be committed by the time, somewhere by the time the show is up. But just a lot of movement. So what have you been hearing on that front? Yeah, you know, it did it, it, it get off to a fast start with Malachi Nelson, decommitting and then committing to USC the following day. And and Malachi told me yesterday, first of all, USC was where he, he and Makai Lemon have always wanted to play. They just didn't want to play for the USC football program that was recruiting them previous to now. So now with Lincoln Riley coming to USC with, with Dennis Simmons, a wide receivers coach, uh, you know, USC was a no brainer for Malachi. And the reason he made it happen so fast is he understands, he told me he understands how important it is to have a quarterback committed and what that brings with it as far as, you know, uh, other, other prospects that will start looking at USC. And he had already been contacted by, by a few guys, um, you know, I, I, talking about Darius Clemens, who had actually visited USC and or one of the top prospects in Oregon, he had hit up Malachi about interest in coming to USC. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we're not going to be able to maybe report today because things are being kept really, really quiet until Lincoln Riley gets a chance to talk to recruits. After that, I think we'll start getting some more information. But yeah, that was a big start for USC getting getting a commitment from Malachi Nelson. And and today we do believe that by the time we probably put this up. Rayleigh Brown will be committed to USC. Yeah, and that'd be a big time, a big time splash for that class as well, considering that uh, it's been a problem over the last few years for USC, having these local five-star, four-star kids leave the region and go play in Oklahoma. But it's really interesting that with Lincoln Riley coming over now, now these kids don't have to compromise anything. The football aspect of it and the academic aspect that USC has, those things kind of come together with that hire. So I'm super interested to see, you know, how much they can make, how much ground they can make up in just a few weeks here in the 2022 class. You know, you know, we're already seeing some of it, right? It's kind of playing out for us on uh, almost on a, an hourly basis. It seems like something. Yeah. Uh, you know, last night, uh, Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch visited uh, Zion and, and Zachariah Branch. Uh, we feel USC is in a really, really, really strong spot with both those guys. Um, and then he made it over to Cyrus Moss's house for an official visit. And, you know, Cyrus is one of those guys that really, I think, wanted to go to USC again. I think what you touched on is that a lot of the guys locally from the West Coast, USC was not giving them a reason to come to USC. And and so now they feel like they have that reason in Lincoln Riley. You know, he was really probably one of three guys out there that could have made this kind of impact 
really uh, this program has done a 180 overnight. So Cyrus Voss is another one. He's coming for an official visit next weekend. Uh, we're going to start putting out a list of official visitors will be coming back. There'll be several coming back for their second official visit. Guys like uh, Devon Campbell. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. I think that Joshua Connolly will visit in, in January, but um, you know, you're, you're going to see some guys come for their second official uh, visits. And, and, you know, that's going to be probably one of the more interesting components of this, like maybe even Michael Williams. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be huge. I feel like I haven't heard that name in a minute. Yeah. Right, considering all the things that have happened at USC over the last few months. But I think that, you know, you brought it up. How big is that official weekend, official visit weekend, not this weekend, but the weekend after? Are you imagining that's going to be huge? Yeah, it could be just a ridiculous number of kids because they 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 really have no choice. You know, they scheduled this game, rescheduled the game with Cal for this weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, this would be a vital official visit weekend if you really think about it. You know, you, you could yeah. have guys this weekend, 10 guys next weekend. So I don't have an exact number of what it's going to be. I've just been told by, by a source at USC that the hotel tab is going to be large. <laughs> <laughs> that does not surprise me. I, I think you put something up on Twitter of a huge crowd going around. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, yeah. it's like you like you said, like with the early signing period just coming up around the corner, that's really the, the main weekend they can come, right, to meet the new September staff and, yeah, and see where they stand with this staff. So. It's going to be super interesting to uh, to see all that. One name I do want to touch on also is uh, Damani Jackson, right? Yeah. He recently decommitted, and then he puts out his top two of Alabama and USC the other day. With the uncertainty around some of the staff members, including Dante Williams, who he yeah. is close with, um, do you believe that USC still has a chance, regardless of what Dante Williams' status is? Yeah, you know, it's it, a lot of people thought when he, when he decommitted that, that that was it. And, you know, and it may have been, you know, for all we know, it, it all depended on who was going to be hired as the next head football coach. And, and Damani's father was honest with me saying, you know, they had a very unimpressive official visit weekend when they did come a couple of weeks ago, because there really wasn't a whole lot to offer. There were a bunch of coaches who knew they weren't going to be back. Uh, there were coaches that really couldn't tell them a whole lot. They didn't know anything about who the future head coach was going to be. So, but, all that said, they were going to come back for another visit when the new coach was hired. So we do expect that to happen next weekend with Damani. And yes, I do feel like USC has a shot. Um, Alabama, you know, is, is a big draw. You know, it's one of those schools you go visit and it's hard not to reconsider the, the school that you're committed to, especially with the way the USC program is. But Damani, I know, loves USC. He is a, he's a huge Dante guy. Dante and he have had a relationship for probably three years. But I think USC staying home, he's got guys at USC he's extremely close with. He's got guys at modern day that he's friends with that, that are likely going to end up at USC. We're talking Ray Lee Brown. We're talking CJ Williams. We're talking David Bailey, right? Um, so I, I do think when it comes down to where the, that paper is going to have to be signed, um, I, I think Damani, I think, I think USC is going to be a, you know, a legit strong option. Yeah, it's interesting that top two came out. You know, I honestly, I got a feel for Michigan fans a little bit. You know, they host him last week. He's over yeah. there. They beat, they beat Ohio State for the first time in a decade, and they still get cut. It's tough, man. It's tough out here for these five yeah. stars. But, and it's uh, a good program. It's like, you know. Yeah, it's a good program. They're top five. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, there's reason for them to feel hopeful for somebody like Damani because that, you know, <laughs> that's a school that he truly does love. But, you know, <clears throat> it's one of those situations where there's just so much going on. And I, I think in the end uh, – now that at least for now USC has the, the perception and the appearance for good reason because of the hiring of Lincoln Riley and the guys will bring it on staff. You know, I think that, you know, 
somebody like Damani is going to start looking like, going, okay, I understand where USC was last week. I also understand where this program is probably going. And I think in talking to Malachi and Makai yesterday, they're like, imagine the Coliseum in a couple of years. And, you know, then they're like, even like maybe even next year, you know? And so there's, there's that kind of thought process going through these kids heads now. Yeah. It's interesting. You brought those two up. So uh, you put out a picture on Twitter yesterday of those two visiting USC. I was actually on campus walking around. Uh, yeah. And I saw them too. They're having, they're on the visit. So it, they move fast, man. They're, this staff is wasting no time getting these kids on campus. Um, yeah. Makai Lemon and Malachi, their teammates at Los Al. So uh, you would expect them to have high interest. Obviously one's committed and yeah. One decommitted we expect Makai to be very soon. Mm-hmm. I would, I would expect Makai Lemon to follow Makai very soon. I don't know about it. It's going to be this week, but I think it's going to be pretty soon. What's interesting is, you know, we know Malachi and Makai have that really tight relationship. They're almost like family. You know, they're both their families were together yesterday and with Dennis Simmons, the wide receivers coach, and then Gavin and, and Armand Hawkins. Um, and they, you know, they were up in the they were up in the club tower at the, at the Coliseum, just kind of looking down, taking everything in. And, and um, so it, it's, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see where everything leads. Like you said, it's happening really, really fast and it's going to keep happening really fast because it has to. Right. Who are some other 2022 kids that we haven't mentioned yet that you would imagine? You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot with the move like this. There's like yeah. the reach has just expanded so much, right? It has. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's even, you know, we're not hearing a whole lot because there's a lot of people at USC that really don't know what's going on right now. There's really a select few people that, that really kind of are dialed in and are part of this process. You know, that'll all change next week when, when more clarity is, is upon us here. But, uh, um, the, you know, if you, if you, if you go by, by position, you know, if you start with quarterback, yeah, Devin Brown committed to to Ohio State. You know, right. I, I I don't think that's gonna you know I don't think that's gonna change now. I think he's now found where he's going. Um, but you know, the quarterback situation is interesting. Who will USC go after? Well, you know, what if Caleb Williams ends up trans- transferring to USC? I mean, you know, that's yeah. that's a crazy thought. People, you know, that thought, you know, when most people's heads is like, God, that'd be just like insanely awesome and some people were like oh man he's not going to beat out jackson dart and you'll see them all it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see all the conversations back and forth with usc fans on that one if that should happen but you know it could so i don't even know if usc is going to really be all that concerned about a high school quarterback for the 2022 class so, you know I, I can't tell you for sure that stuff we'll learn as we go along but you know the running back you know you got red league brown You've got Jade Knott. Will USC continue to pursue Jade Knott, or will they try and bring in Gavin Sawchuk, or will they try and, and get the Javante Barnes? Because Lincoln Riley was at Desert Pines where Javante Barnes does go to school yesterday. So, you know, that's stuff we need to learn about. Sorry, we can't give you any clarity on that today. But, um, you know, the running back situation at USC is pretty decent. Yeah, I don't – what do you think? Is, any chance Keontae Ingram comes back, Josh, before I go on with the prospects we're looking at? Oh, man. I mean – if I'm Keontae Ingram, it's tough because I think he's really established himself as a lead guy this this year. Like he's shown that he can carry the load for an offense. And I think that as a running back, you need to capitalize on that because um, the more carries you get, it's weird that you almost like depreciate in value. I hate to put it that way, but that's how NFL teams look at it. Then again, you look at Lincoln Riley and his system and, you know, he's familiar <laughs> with him from his days at Texas. Like yeah. if I'm him, I'm thinking, man, what if one year, an extra year, what could that do for me? It's going to be tough to say. I think it's, I think it's more likely he leaves. Yeah. We'll see. But he's playing this week. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he is, but he would like to. But mm-hmm. I, he was walking out to practice yesterday like he was hoping he would play. But 
yeah, you know, could he do like a Rojo type deal, come back for another year and increase his draft stock mm-hmm. a couple of spots? You know, that's that's a fair question. But you know, he did have a body of work at Texas that was pretty impressive as well. So there is there's plenty to look at there. But uh, as, as we go on here, if we're talking offensive line, you know, we're still talking about DJ Campbell from Arlington, Texas, five star offensive lineman from Bowie High School, uh, Joshua Connerly from Rainier Beach, Washington, uh, Mark Nab- Nabo from uh, O'Day High School in Seattle, Washington. Um, we're looking at I, I, Jake Taylor. You know, he's somebody that was committed to Oklahoma. I just don't see him flipping. But let me tell you what, if they can get that young cowboy in Los Angeles, that kid, he's like as hungry as you could possibly get. <laughs> but, man, he would that kid would be a, literally a great fit anywhere. He would be probably one of the most popular players on any football team. So mm-hmm. it, it'll be interesting to see if that, could, that can work out. But, you know, the, the, the offensive line guys, uh, prospects that, that Lincoln was, was recruiting, we haven't heard anything about those guys. So right. that, those are kind of – Ernest Green third. also, we, we have to mention him. So that's kind of like the offensive line targets. Receiver-wise, you know, they went from having two commits to – zero so you know it's kind of like what do you do and so we do know that Servite got a visit from Lincoln Riley day one so that was for T-Mac obviously and you know we never know it could be Keon Burnett too again we haven't heard about you know what's involved there will T-Mac still come for his official visit December 10th like originally planned we need to find that out as well but CJ Williams will visit this this next weekend and he is still a target for any USC fan. Wonder is CJ Williams still a target for USC? Yes, he is. So that could be a commitment that could be coming in the near future as well for USC. I, I just think there has to be some communication between Lincoln and, and Williams and his family. Uh, Darius Clements hit up Malachi. He's a kid that visited in June. I think you probably remember him. He's from, from Oregon. So there's interest from him now in USC. Beyond that, Kevin Coleman came for a visit. You know, uh, is, is, is he still a, a top prospect for USC? Again, these are a lot of questions that we don't know. And I know people watching the show are going, can you tell us something you do know, Scott? But <laughs> what we do know is that USC is going to get a lot of guys in this recruiting class they had no shot at five days ago. So we will keep you updated. Josh and I are going to try and do this. If Josh can't do it because of class, it's kind of crazy with school for Josh right now. But we will try and do maybe two or three of these a week <clears throat> to give updates. We'll be writing articles. We'll be posting updates on our message board. But to move on to position-wise, but before I do that, actually, who are some of the guys that, that, you, that you like at receiver? Are there some guys around the country you'd be like, hey, Lincoln, you ought to go take a look at this guy? Man, I mean, so, Scott, you and I were at Servite Modern Day last week, and, you know, uh, the one thing about high school football is you want to be able to come there with no context and be able to pick out who the, the five-star, four-star guys are out there. And you look at when I looked at T-Mac and I looked at C.J. Williams, I immediately knew, yeah, those two guys are the ones with a bunch of power five offers. Like yeah. T-Mac was out there playing defense and he had an interception that was crazy. His range is um, just unbelievable. He's an unbelievable athlete. And C.J. Williams, he's just a solid receiver. He uh, kind of had that last game, the, the touchdown at the end there to really seal it. But yep. yeah, those two guys are two guys I really like. The one thing about that's interesting about receiver is the the receivers from Oklahoma who have entered the transfer portal recently. There you go. They had two top guys, Jaden Hazelwood and uh, Theo Weiss. I'm believe I'm saying his name right. Um, those two guys entered the portal recently. Do they come over to USC? What's the deal with that? I think that's really interesting to see with USC losing the two uh, wide receiver commitments in the 2022 class that they already had. How yeah. they choose to fill out that room. 
yeah, you know, it, 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 I think I think whether it's from Oklahoma or not, I do I do believe that you know USC could bring in a, a couple of high school kids and, and add a couple more transfers from maybe some places we're not even talking about yet. But I you know obviously we need to start with the Oklahoma guys that are in the in the transfer portal and Theo Weiss was was, was pretty active receiver this this past season. Um, so <clears throat> excuse me. Now to the defensive side of the ball. Again, you know, we had there were a couple of decommitments in, in Ephesians Prysock and, and Jaden Gould. And Jaden was one of those kids, you know, as, as somebody who, who went back to Bergen Catholic a few times and, and got to meet his, him and his family. That was a, that was a kid I, I have to say I was personally really hoping would end up at USC. Just an awesome kid with, from a great family. But, you know, it's just we knew there were going to be some some decommitments in this class. I, I actually was kind of surprised um so uh who are they after is gentry williams going to be an option now um gentry told me two days ago i need to follow up again that it, he was it, he was just in too much shock to even offer an opinion so <laughs> so you know the reaction to lincoln riley leaving i'm not sure it was maybe on the same level as pete carroll when he left usc but kids were crying at, in san antonio i was there for the all-america bowl game and and it happened day one of, of practices back there. And, you know, I had parents yelling at me and screaming at me to get Pete Carroll on the phone. I'm like, yeah, I'm not that guy. Sorry. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I'll be right with you on that. But, you know, it was but a lot of emotion. We're seeing, we're seeing that from Oklahoma too. Oklahoma fans, Oklahoma players were disappointed. You know, it, it, at least, you know, it was kind of painful to watch that Brian Kelly Adios meeting he had with his players it was like he got done with that four minute it's like peace out right <laughs> there's just like no not awkward way to do that no there is not there is no not awkward way to do it like nobody wants to be there it's no. awkward it's weird it's just the vibe is just I, of course it's weird i don't know that's just my reaction yeah. to all of those like weird meetings i know it's just and it's just weird being at usc right now for the same exact reason because mm -hmm. it's like nobody knows what's going on there but um but, you know, if you talk about cornerbacks, honestly, I, I don't know where you look. We have Fabian Ross, who's still committed. So, again, I think transfer portal is going to be hit, mm -hmm. you know, pretty significantly. You know, and as we learn about some, maybe some names that, that Lincoln's going to go visit, maybe have in, in, at USC for some, some official visits next weekend, the final weekend before December 15th signing day, you know, we'll let you know. But we do feel pretty good about Zion Branch at safety. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> will there be another one added to, to the roster uh, in this recruiting class? We don't know yet. Um, so defensive line is the big question mark. And then, you know, I think hero canoe is now a, a, a top target. Um, and Anthony Lucas, I think his interest was already there at USC. I think this will just pump that up a bit. I would expect Lincoln Riley to visit him before he gets back into Los Angeles. After that, I don't have a whole lot to offer, but Elias Ricks is somebody that I need to bring up as a cornerback prospect from the transfer portal. And I was just told, confirmed, you know, we had reported that, that USC was going to visit Baton Rouge today. They did. They had a visit Elias Ricks. I'm told Elias Ricks is expected to be in Los Angeles tomorrow. You know, the Ricks still own a house in, in, um, in Riverside County that they're running out. So, you know, if they were to, pack up and move from Baton Rouge to Los Angeles. You know, I don't know whether they can get back into the house they're running out immediately, but there's family out here and there's, you know, the, the transition to Los Angeles would be very, very, very easy for the Ricks. So stay tuned on that one. But 
you know, after that, you know, we really don't have a whole lot to offer on, on prospects. We will put, you know, Cyrus Ross at linebacker. He's coming for uh, Cyrus Moss, excuse me, coming for an official visit. Uh, I think junior Tui Alamaka from Alameda High School is is still a target because he was a big target for Oklahoma. You know, he, I think that that was a school he visited at least twice. So I think you have that. And so there's just so many moving parts right now. But defensively, like if you're who's your who would be one of one or two of your dream prospects to bring in on defense? Oh, man. I mean, for me, the big one is Zion, uh, Zion Branch, because of the fact that if you can get Zion Branch, you could also probably get his brother, Zachariah, who I'm super high on. You know, I'm a I'm a Dolphins fan. I watch Jalen Watt all the time and he gives me those vibes. Yeah. You know, he's super twitchy, super explosive, a smaller guy. Um, but for Zion, he's I'm thinking of that safety room with Xavier Alford and Kalen Bullock. If you can add a Zion branch to that safety room, man, you got a lot of talent back there, a lot yeah. of young talent that, you know, Alex Grinch and his staff can develop over time. And obviously, I think Damani would be huge too. Obviously, he's a five-star talent, super elite. But the the message that it sends, I think that we talked about this last year with Corey Foreman, but if you could keep the five-star California kid home who was committed to USC – that sends a huge message to the country, yep. right? That that fence is being built again. So those are two guys, I think, from an actual football standpoint, and I guess like a more like storyline standpoint, that would be very important to, yep. for USC to get. Yep. All of this starts adding to the momentum, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's building up, you know, it's nowhere, you know, next weekend is when we're, it's going to be off the charts, the energy that's going to be around USC next week when they, when they have the collection of recruits on campus for official visits. But you know, until then, you know, we're going to try and do another one of these, you know, the USC is playing their final football game on Saturday. By Sunday, we're going to, we're going to know who's on staff and who's not from, from maybe the support staff angle. You know, I, I don't think we're expecting any of the assistants to come back. You know, I, I do know there are some assistants that do definitely do want to come back. Mike Jenks being one of those and, and Clay McGuire being another, you know, I, I know there's, there's talk about Bill Biedenbaugh coming from Oklahoma as the offensive line coach to stay with Lincoln for, this will be year six. I, but he was, I, Biedenbaugh was hired by Mike, by Bob Stoops though, correct? I believe so. He was already there and then he was retained. Yeah. And yeah. And he's an Oklahoma guy. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. Oklahoma gets a coach that might keep him there, but you know, Clay McGuire, you could argue, if you want to talk about the, the, the two coaches at USC that you could confidently say did a great job this season and their units absolutely improved significantly, it would be Mike Jenks, the running backs coach, and, and Clay McGuire, the offensive line coach. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if, if one of those guys comes back. I think it would be – I think it would be a, a – I think Mike Jinks is universally respected and liked by everybody I talk to. And especially my guy, Chris Claiborne loves Mike Jinks. So if Chris Claiborne loves Mike Jinks, that's all you need to know. You think USC fans have heard that name before? <laughs> yes. Maybe and we'll be talking about him. You know, I just, mm -hmm. you know, I just strongly believe Chris can't wait to come back to USC. So you know, we'll see. Obviously for me personally, that would be a huge deal because I'm not sure I've ever been happier about a coaching hire than I was when they added him as a quality control analyst last mm -hmm. year. So, you know, if he comes back, he's a Trojan. You know, there's you know, when he yeah. talks to Chris, when he talks to Chris Claiborne about USC, he's coaching at ASU. He still says we. And when he says we, he means USC. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody's going to tell him not to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's, you know, nobody's going to stop him. Yes, but just just like what have you been what have you been observing 
the reaction to all this and the developments? I mean, what what are your thoughts on all that you've seen over the last four days? Just just so much excitement. So I've never seen USC Twitter, you know, this united. The amount of Lincoln Riley, the amount of Twitter accounts that I've seen with some sort of variation of Lincoln Riley's face uh, on on my timeline, talking, yeah. interacting with me. They signed me from recruits. You know, Hayes Fawcett is the busiest man in college football right now doing all these, like, decommitment hey, edits. With he all is. These kids. Um, <laughs> and then you you have the decommits, right? You have, like, somebody decommit, and then you got the comments of the kids, like, ooh, like, where are we going? Let's talk business, all of that. And then yeah. there's just – USC feels relevant again. USC feels like it belongs in these national conversations. And when you, like, turn on these, like, sports podcasts or shows, they're talking about USC. They're talking yeah. about Lincoln Riley and what you, they can do at USC. And it just – USC was not relevant like that in the last couple of years. So there's this right. level of excitement and relevancy that hasn't been there. And it's been exciting to see. Yeah. You know, it's, it was interesting just to, to hear some of the young guys talk about USC so differently. You know, they've always thought what USC could be. And that was why USC was always, you know, early on a place where, where kids said they wanted to go or one of the schools they were very interested in, you know, so now to hear them talk about USC the way they are is, is very interesting, but um, I do want to, you know, things are going to get crazy and they already have been getting crazy. And as much as we know about what's going on with USC football and USC recruiting, um, you know, to be able to cover this to the degree that is, is, you know, going to impress subscribers and, and people that are following us at We Are SC, you need help. And we've gotten a lot of help from Chad Simmons, our national recruiting director. We've gotten a lot of help from Hayes Fawcett, we've got, who, who does these amazing you know, edits for the kids. So if anybody's going to know what's going on with the kid, whether it's a top three list or a commitment or a decommitment, I guess we should add right this time of year, it's yeah. going to be Hayes Fawcett and, you know, Jeremy Crabtree, um, you know, there's, there's Jake, Jake Evans, who produces our, our podcast here. He's, he's amazing, very helpful. You know, there's just so many people that have done a great job of helping us out. So uh, we'll look forward to the, the next week or so, I guess two more weeks from yesterday will be signing day. So, Stay tuned, everybody, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you in a couple of days. Yep. Sounds good. Peace out.